Get into Gate, this is episode 35. We are talking Touchstone, the full Get Into Gate team on board this week. As always, my name is Mitch. Joining me, Matty Gibson. What's up? Brendan Gibson. Hello. And Reese Gibson. Hi there. If you are new to Get Into Gate, we are three Stargate veterans introducing a new viewer to the show, that being Reese, uh, watching each episode for the very first time, giving us a look through fresh eyes while Matty, Brendan, and I take a look back as some uh, old school fans and we're going to sit down and break down this episode. And if you are new to Gate, we're going to tell you why you should get into it, is hence it too, the name. Is it too late to rename the show Get Into Gibson? I feel like that. You know, could have a nice. That's a separate channel. Yeah, <laughs> that's a request line. That's 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 my bio and grinder. <laughs> that must be where I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it is. All right, before we do ask our new viewer Reese what he thought of the episode, let's go to the uh, DVD and see what the uh, '90s described this episode as. A powerful, climate-controlling touchstone is stolen from the planet Madrona, causing the weather to rapidly deteriorate. And when the SG-1 team is accused of the theft, O'Neill must pursue the real thief and rescue the missing stone before all of Madrona perishes. I like it how they say a weather-changing touchstone. Like, that's a thing that you meant to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, like l- looking at the touchstone, which is like a globe with circles yeah, around I feel like it. You I'm can... still going, nah, doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. It's recently. an alien <laughs> artifact. <though. laughs> well, I did like it, but now that you say that. <laughs> uh, one star. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, um, obviously, the whole touchstone thing, how it's... Um, you know, the um, the terraformed planet and the yeah, controlling cool. the weather. That was pretty sweet. But yeah, the main thing I liked about it was just this whole second gate coming yes. into it. Finally get back oh, into that. Man, that was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, just the, the possibilities mm. of this second gate and the fact that it's not just the military that's in charge of it. Like there's like government officials yeah. and yeah. shit like that. Headed out to Area 51. Yeah. Immediately, I'm just like, Kinsey. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you did you immediately assume that was what the solution of you know when they were sitting there going how else would it have been stolen by people wearing SGC clothes? Did you go second gate or where were you thinking? Because no, up until yeah, they absolutely it. not. When they said when they said oh were they wearing your uniform? I'm like, well, who? Yeah, who could have done it? And then like SG11, o- yeah, <laughs> like O'Neill said, like come back and he's like general, like who else went out? Blah blah blah. And then the general, the general got all. Fucking huffy and puffy yeah. about it. He's like, nobody. You know, the first time I nobody watched this, knew that thing you know what I was yeah. I was thinking SG1 from Tin Man were out the robots. <gasps> oh, oh, true. That was the yeah. first thing I thought and then was completely disappointed when it wasn't. <laughs> it was just <laughs> cool Mayborn or whoever it was. Well, even the, the episode title is kind of a, a red herring because it's not really about the touchstone. The touchstone is the MacGuffin. Mm. Yeah. But mm. it's really about finding out that there's this, you know, this sort of rogue faction that are going out and, and these with these unauthorized missions mm. through the second gate, stealing tech. Should have mm. been called the trust stone. Ooh. Uh, you'll find out. <laughs> where, 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 <laughs> where, where were, you should um, drink every time we say that to you. Yeah. Where were these guys last week when Hammond needed somebody to go back and steal the key from Tanane? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. Maybe that was one of the reasons these two were sort of done back to back. Maybe it was sort of a little bit of a, you know, because Jack does seem a little bit accusatory of, of Hammond. He's like... Yeah, actually, that's what I was going to say, because I hope... Yeah, well, didn't Hammond 
accidentally run over that guy a few episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so understandable. The way Hammond handled that when Jack comes in and basically accuses him of doing it, of, of stealing the touchstone, the way he reacted to that was just all class. Yeah. Like he, he basically vindicated himself and reassured Jack at the same time and getting Carter to check the gate logs. And I was like, oh, bravo. Yeah, whole, yeah. right does, at the end of the scene. Because yeah. you're like, he could have just said, look, we didn't do it. And she walks out and just that, look, check him anyway. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. And he could yeah. have been yeah. like, fuck you, Jack, you piece of shit. You're in lockup. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. And it was weird from Full Jack too, because yeah. when they get to the planet and the, uh, the, the the locals accuse them of stealing it, they're like, well, we didn't. Well, what? Yeah, of course you did. You're the only people that have been here and, and seen it and found out how it works. And it's like, well, if we stole it, why would we come back? And that, I think Teal'c, like, yeah. Mr. doesn't say anything, mm. cracks out with, like, the most logical piece of dialogue in the whole episode, yet then they, SG-1 go back to the SGC, Jack goes up to the colonel and says, you stole it, you found out about it, and you, and you stole it, and he goes, why, why would I send you there? Yeah. If, if I stole it. Like, he used the exact same logic that SG-1 gave to disprove an SG-1 <laughs> yeah, sort of conspiracy yeah. theory. It was strange, but... Well, and it was interesting, too. Um, at the start of the episode, when they're sort of doing all the, the setting up for the episode... Carter says they were at that world five weeks ago. Yeah. And it's taken yeah. them five weeks to figure out, oh, maybe we should go back and have a look at that touchstone. That looks yeah. And it's convenient cool that it was the day of that they actually go back. And the, yeah, the touchstone seems be, had been stolen. Like within the last Wasn't 24 that hours. Oh, I'd yeah. say within 24 hours or yeah, so, because yeah. the, the world hadn't sort of been completely stuffed up yet, but they yeah. were sort of, you know, they were still reacting pretty harshly to the, to the touchstone being stolen. Well, I guess it would have taken... It would have taken time for them to go grab the second gate, set it up, organise what they're going to do. Yeah, and obviously... they wouldn't have known about it until SG-1 went through, wrote the reports. Yeah, and then that got filtered down through yeah. the yeah. line. And but, then obviously, whoever this, shadow, whoever this shadow group is has to tie in and find out when they can... When they can... What do they call it? They're like bouncing off when there's a scheduled gate activation. Yeah, when that's they right. can yeah. jump in. So yeah, well, I guess it would take them a week or two to... Um, to sort of organise everything and be able to, be able to yeah. sneak over there. But I just found the convenience that SG-1 returned so quickly after it was stolen. It's a TV yeah. show, mate. <laughs> like, it's in, it's if it's in the screen, oh that's like how DC it's done. Chat. Oh God. We've already said that it's not just a TV show. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? Uh, excuse me. In episode 14 of season two... Um... <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, actually, that would have been a really uh, nice little addition, I think, if you were to find out that it was off the back of last week, where the SGC had a really precious item or, or mineral at their fingertips and through their own sort of, you know, I guess, goodwill, chose not to bring it back. And then the, the powers that be behind the scenes have went, well, hang on, they can't be trusted yeah. to bring back the best. We need to fire up this bad boy. We've yeah. wanted to anyway, but this is the catalyst for actually getting yeah. shit done. It's, it's like, well, you know, Jack used to be a black ops operative. Yeah. Mm. So it's like it, it would make sense for the government to say, okay, well, we need a black ops SG team mm. to do those mm. unofficial things that, you know. Which is yeah, so dangerous when you think about yeah. like all they've done is stolen one piece of technology and they've um, they're, they're at threat of destroying two planets really yeah. yeah and to think they could go somewhere start wars and new enemies and shit like that because they haven't got the historic build-up that the sgc has had over yeah. the last it's like they forgot that six months ago there were two alien ships in orbit ready yeah. to destroy us. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, of stuff yeah. SG-1 was doing officially. So it's like, oh, we'll just do it unofficially and piss people off. That's fine. Yeah, but isn't that... Like, obviously, the the US government 
obviously panicking a little bit because there has just about been an alien invasion. Mm. Um, and SG1 aren't bringing shit back. Yeah, well, it ties to back, help them. So they're like, well, politics yeah, so all right, like, let's do something ourselves. We need something to happen. So let's mm. just cut them out and use a second gate. Go get shit that will help us. I yeah. don't know how changing the weather will help you not get attacked by aliens, yeah. but... Um, oh, no, there's, there's a good old ship in orbit. Oh, we can just protect ourselves with clouds. Yeah. Make yes. it rain. But yeah, I, I, that's that's my logic to it. Um, where they're like, well, the military aren't getting anything done. Let's yeah. just do it ourselves. Let's do it unofficially yeah. um, and um, and see if we can get some results. Mm. Love it when um, Hammond goes, I'm going to try and get the president on the phone. And then he's talking he's, and he's like, son, do you realize what color this phone is? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, son, I'm not Batman. I'm General George Hammond. <laughs> son, do you know what color this phone is? That's when he said that, my girlfriend turned to me and he goes, what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> it used to be red, now it's slightly colored brown. I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> okay, so these rogue agents... By the end of the episode, do we know or do the SG-1 figure that they are part of the NID or the NID and these rogue guys are separate sort of groups? Well, it's interesting. So we meet Colonel, or is it Major, uh, Reynolds for the first time. He's the guy oh, yeah. that, um, welcome them onto that, that welcomes them at Area 51. Yeah. And what a welcoming. And Did you notice the direction in that scene? It was under a bridge. Where they're all in shadow. Okay. Just silhouette. See, yeah. I, I found that too. And I'm like, because yeah. I, I was watching it on my laptop and I'm like, is this... The, <laughs> my contrast. Yeah. Uh, my color is weird. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, okay, if I got there and I was going to shoot that scene... Does that, you sit there and go, no, no, let's shoot it that way so that yeah. they are just silhouettes and because it is very secretive and whatever. That that would I think that would serve better with, say, Hammond meeting Widlow later on if yeah. they were silhouettes yeah. under a bridge. That yeah. would kind of be cool. But or I found that a really that, weird de yeah. decision as well. When like, we yeah. meet Reynolds, who is potentially going to be, you know, the bad guy working from Area 51, he's all bright and airy, well lit. Mm. Whereas SG-1 are all in shadow. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I didn't... I That really irked me when I saw that. I was like... Because even when Mitch Chilk and I had made short movies and it's night time, we just shine the car lights on. <laughs> like, that would have been enough yeah. to at least illuminate their faces. Well, and I feel like Chris Judge was like, why the hell did I shop to work today? He didn't have a line in that scene. Yeah. He didn't no, have a didn't... line until he gets inside. Oh, yeah. And then what a line it was because... What did he say? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's um it's the it's the line that launched uh, his meme career, like Christopher Judge's career as, as as a meme. In my culture, I would be well within my rights to dismember you. <laughs> so good. I'm Which gonna rip your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think after that, when they were to or Tilk was referring to when the touchstone came to Earth, and his exact line was but SG2's point of origin was galaxies away from Madrona. I've got yeah, I grabbed that too. I was Go like on. Oh, because who wrote this? Sam Egan. And Is I was like, Is that just Tilk not understanding his space? Or? I think that's the writer not understanding yeah, the show. I think so. But SG2's point of origin was galaxies away from Madonna. It doesn't mm. make sense. Wouldn't Especially they pick him up on. Wouldn't they. Someone, surely, would pick that up. Well, that's that what up. I mean. I think, and I think we for did. the first couple of seasons, this show, <laughs> even though they had, Do you it. know, Brad Wright and Jonathan Glasner, I don't think they were as involved and, and established well, who's the like story they editor. Probably should have picked it up. <laughs> well, the writer, Sam Egan. I don't think I've read that name before. No, I don't out think the, so either. It's the first timer. Yeah, but you're right. Like, the continuity editor of the entire series, who we yeah. have issues with sometimes. Um, <laughs> Especially given what what's, happens... What's the difference between a solar system and a galaxy? Man, nothing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not much. Especially given us, what such big plot point happens in, well, depending how we do it, one yeah. or two episodes' time. Yeah. 
about galaxies. So it's just yeah. like, oh, it just it grabbed yeah. me the wrong way. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's not right. That's just not right. Just slipped between the fingers, that one. Yeah. I did like the, the world building of this episode where you are introduced to this well, Area 51, but it's now dedicated to studying <gasps> what's brought back through the gate. You know, so we've, we've been yeah. wondering too, like, well, a lot of the, the research has been done by like three people in the SGC. And it's like, really? They're the only ones studying this mineral that we've brought back, this yeah. possible mm. medicine. And yeah. even this guy coming, you know, walking them through, what'd you say his name was? Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. And he's walking them through and talking about stuff that we haven't even heard of before. To your left is medical research. They're focusing on the potential new cure for Alzheimer's that SG5 brought back. The other side is geology, space metallurgy, and artifact study. That's where they're pouring over your notes on that uh, Heliopolis place, Dr. Jackson. Meaning of life stuff. Jeez. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I forgot it was called Heliopolis. Yeah. Completely. That's where we're studying life. those two ghoul death platters that you were in after you guys did your hero thing. Nice work, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Just save the planet, no big deal. No big deal. But that was really cool. It's like, oh, they so are So SG5 bringing... are bringing shit back. Yeah. Cure yeah. Alzheimer's. Like you're yeah. in brain disease, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh, Jackson's screwing some other alien, that's fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no mention of that plant from Emancipation that was doing anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> no interviews with Oprah on the way from, you know, curing disease. Sir, which world are we going to have our Christmas party at this year? <laughs> hey, that's good. That's, that's good. That's good. In the... <laughs> what is it? Well, clearly you're going oh, well, back I'm to that. Oh, I'm keen for some pizza cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some pizza cake and belly dancing. I'm taking annual leave. I'm yeah. going straight to that planet. Well, didn't, um, didn't Jack say in politics, he's like, I may retire there one yeah. day. Yeah, true. He's like, he wants pizza cake and belly dancing <laughs> yeah. all night long. He might have said that in politics. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> 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 and also, it felt like a real mission episode to me. Even though most of it was on Earth, mm. it had a real yeah. a real pace to it where they had to get to one thing to go to another, go to another, and had to research this to lead to point B and all this other mm. stuff. Like I know they do that in every episode that they're, they're on a mission or they get they're on a mission and they find out something on the alien world that puts them on the actual story of the episode. But this just felt like they had one thing to do, and it was a real you know, detective sort of path to get there. And I really liked mm. that. Even though most of it was on Earth, it felt like a real, not not even globe spanning. It just, it did feel like they yeah. traveled a lot, even though they went to like three different states yeah. in America. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I really liked that about and it. They do start to do this. I think it's probably the first one, aside from my beloved politics, where it's very much Earth-based and we can actually have Stargate and, and alien-related storylines without necessarily having to go off-world. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got so many repercussions now within, you know, the American military and, and Earth in general. We get we start to see more and more of those as the seasons progress. Which I don't particularly like that much, or just the way they're done. I wish they were done more like this. Because for me, I was like, oh, Earth episode, boring. Mm. But then this, we're actually kind of going back and forth. Yeah. and that, mm. And I particularly enjoy the line where Hammond says... We're sending people halfway across the galaxy to find something lost in our own backyard. Yeah. That's incredible. It's so yeah. cool. That's awesome. I love that. It's a bit yeah, like, you know, cool. when you you lose a mobile phone in the house, it's on silent. You know, like my wife lost her phone yesterday. Yeah. I use my phone to call it. So I'm using my phone yeah. to call a f***ing satellite space. in space to call her phone that's literally eight feet away. <laughs> you know? Now, I did potentially spot a plot hole in that theory Given that it was kind of established when that gate was down in Antarctica, they used seismology because they knew the time of day that had been dialed, blah, blah, blah. So they were able to use like the quakiness to, to pinpoint the exact location. Yeah. Mm. But they couldn't do that in Utah. 
they had, you know, Hammond had, I feel like it was purely, they ignored that bit of sort of canon so that it would give Hammond a chance to go and have his little talk with, um, what was his name? Whitlow. 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 Yeah, he's a bit like the, he looked a yeah. little bit like the smoking man from the X-Files. Like, <laughs> he had such an aura of, of mystery around him. He said he's got his fingers in a lot of, you know, secret government pies and things. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, he, he knows everything, every agency that's out there. He knows what's going on, yeah, you know, but still, going. he owed Hammond a favour. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, whoa, that's, whoa, that's kind of cool. He's yeah. naughty. Yeah. <laughs> I ran over that guy for you. And you owe me. <laughs> what I didn't get was when they when they went to that hangar mm. on that, it was like a massive covert mission. Like that place would have been guarded pretty well. And they brought Jackson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And well, like even Tilk, like he wouldn't have been trained like a, a covert. Well, yeah. like, and here's the, the interesting one, thing mate. to me. Is, I, I assume there weren't many guards around because the, whoever was, you know, this... You know, yeah, Shadow Group okay. didn't have many guards or anything like that. Yeah. But there was a whole point earlier on that was supposed to be sort of a big thing where Hammond says, you can't kill these men. You can't shoot them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tilk walks in with a Zat gun. Yeah. yeah. So clearly Hammond's okay with him carrying a Zat on Earth. Yeah. Why didn't the entire team just have Absolutely. Zats? If they had Zats instead yeah, of their guns, right. they, got they could have shot all four of them. Yeah. Mission now, complete. This, yeah. Me, obviously, I've watched all these episodes, but not for like 10 years. And this isn't so much of a spoiler to Reese because I figure it wouldn't be that much of a surprise to you knowing we've just asked that question in, what, episode 14 of season two. Do they get to a point where they carry Zats a little bit more regularly, yeah? Yeah, they actually yeah. have specialised holsters where instead of their sidearms... Um, like Carter is always carrying a Zat instead yeah. of a normal sort yeah. of like, and Beretta, that, that makes Beretta so much arm. sense. Like a completely yeah. different show, but Agents of Shield, which is obviously a spin off of the Marvel universe. You watch Shield in the movies; they're carrying guns with lead bullets. They're putting people down mm. in the show week to week. And you're on the ABC network in America. You know, it's a little. It's like a PG thirteen or an M rating here. They can't be just killing eight guys a week. Well, if teams, they so did, it'd be an awesome show. Instead <laughs> <laughs> they're using, bullets, they call, they're, they're yeah, using what they call ices, yeah. which you know whatever look they look like exactly exactly like guns. Yeah. but they just make a different sound when they fire. Yeah, and so they still put you down. You... They put you unconscious. Whatever it does. That's what that that makes so much more sense yeah. in this show. They've got this alien tech mm. that they're out there, then they need to be lethal. You know, in in a lot of different circumstances, but. Mm. In that particular moment where they're standing there at yeah. the end of the episode against, what, three and then eventually four guys, mm. they should have all been carrying. Now, not only that, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Jackson being there for one, like you said, who said that? Yeah, Reese, that it, it was so strange. And two, that he's wearing his floppy hat on this black... <laughs> yeah. If they, there was a time for the do-rag, it was now! <laughs> his very first they showed special ops mission. Yeah, Everyone. I want a do-rag with, like, black commando makeup <laughs> yeah. and Predator. Like, Jack, he looked old school. Still had his cap on, but he looked like old school black ops Jack O'Neill yeah. would have. He had then it on had, back when he was yeah. using his little eye, eye yeah. glass thing. Yeah. Had, yeah, he's in his element. Yeah, <laughs> you had Teal'c, and he's there going, good, I'm on, I'm on an Earth-based mission, black ops sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, so no staff, he's got the Zat instead. You know, yeah. Carter, she's had training, never really done this sort of thing before, but either way, she's in this. She's done her training. Jackson's sitting there, and yeah, he's got that floppy hat, he's got the string really tied up under his chin. I'm like, <laughs> you, you look like you should honestly be out there teaching kids about different worms in the garden or yeah. something right now, okay? You, yeah. you should be on a like kid's a, TV show. A, a community um, um, garden program. Yeah, but this then is they how go, you make a compost. <laughs> <laughs> they go inside, and they're holding Daniel's guns. Daniel's back. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, children. I'm Daniel. <laughs> they're um, they're they're pointing guns at these rogue NID guys or whatever they are, and Teal's pointing us at, and then as they sort of swept across, as 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 O'Neill left sort of you know the line and walked through, had a look at the gate, then heard the DHD going off. 
you can see Daniel in the background. He's holding his gun down. He's not even pointing a gun. So yeah. obviously he's not the violent one of the group, but he even in that circumstance, there's a second gate being used. Yeah. These guys have stolen it. We don't even know who they are, who they work for, not even a body of the military. And he's like, no, I'm not pointing my gun at yeah. you guys. And then when they do get into a firefight, there's bullets ricocheting everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure not one zat blast. <laughs> what the hell's Tilk doing? Yeah. 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 Well, they were ordered not to shoot by any, at any circumstance. And but we, they well, were firing us. Like, Jack's, Jack fires and going, ah, don't do it. I know, He's I doing know. that thing that he does, yeah, where he, where he holds it sort of at, like above eye line yeah. and, like, and just like waves around in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> and this thing is hitting everything but a body. Yeah. Like yeah. it's standing there. It's hitting the box. It's yeah. hitting the concrete. Yeah. It's even hitting, I think. I'm going to not use my sights, which means I'm not going to hit you because yeah. I have no control of what's <laughs> This guy's there doing the bloody chicken dance over yeah. the thing. Is, oh. But that, that, that was such a cool effect. Yeah. I'm sure you love that too, Reese. Like a target opening, you know, oh. sort of from the ground, great yeah, vertical. Yeah. And then, but then, doing then swan just dives. Swan dives. Yeah, into that looks into it. so cool. Yeah. I mean, who knows awesome. how they're landing when they get to the other side? Yeah. They, yeah. End up, they end up upside down. And yeah. it's like the last, Which... time, the last time we saw a gate like that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so good? <laughs> the last time we just, saw a gate so like that. Flying out upside down. <laughs> <laughs> post credits. I want to see that post credits. <laughs> <laughs> just comes through the gate like Jesus just yeah. <laughs> upside down lands in his but the head. last time we saw a gate flat like that being activated was First Commandment and like, yeah. to me this is just so much cooler the oh way they're God, actually yeah. you know the only thing through. I had to deal with was the kawoosh mm. seemed to it, it obviously broke the box but the box with the circle was almost the entire yeah broke way more of the yeah, yeah, yeah. vent horizon would. yeah well anyone... it would have burnt up a bit <laughs> Did anyone notice one of the like the road guys? The first one you see is the shot pants cross with a hat on. He looks like Michael Rosenbaum. The guy who plays yeah. Lex Luthor in yeah, Smallville. I and I can't tell if it's him or not. <laughs> yeah. Because there are some actors from is. that show that, that appear later on very, very young. Yeah. So I was just like, even the the guy from Glee is in is in like a season five episode. Yeah, right. And really super young. And I'm just like, oh my God, is it but I they're not credited even as like extras or anything like yeah. that. So I've got yeah. no idea, but mm. I was just like, oh man, that looks like Michael Rosenbaum. But that's, that's what got me intrigued was that when he punched the address into the DHD, like obviously he knew where he was going. They've been there before. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, these guys have got an off world base as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, because when he goes through there, obviously SG1 have got control of that second gate now. Like, where are they going to go? Yeah, they can't the, come it's back. It's like they can yeah. gate and then gate back. <laughs> yeah. They've, they're definitely off-world So they've got something off. With yeah. I'm just like, that. yes, that's awesome. Well, expanding on that, what do we think of Mayborn? Because... We hate him! <laughs> but there's that moment <laughs> when 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 mm. they realise that that's a fake gate in that thing. Yeah. Mayborn seems yeah. he pretends genuinely that, yeah. confused. Oh, he was great in that scene. Yeah. So I don't know if he knew or that was all an act for Jack's benefit. Because he seemed genuinely afraid and concerned mm, about it. Yeah. He did, but so, then come the end of the scene, yeah. it was either that or he saw opportunity and was able to roll with it. And I don't know, and I think yeah. that's yeah. full credit to the actor who I don't know that plays Mayborn. That was such a oh, well done scene. I blanked on his name. Me, like I said, I haven't seen this episode in 10 or 15 years. Mm. I actually believed him when when they get, it's plastic, and he walked away going, shit. Yeah. Because this is the, no, no, no. Yeah. And this they, is the one that came back. It's never been open. This, this whole facility's never been open. That's the gate. And I believed him, but I thought, okay, come the episode, under the end of the episode, he's going to yeah. say, oh, well, that, that's something I need to get well, involved they, in. But they, yeah. they, I think that he always knew. They do set up a couple of scenes beforehand when Hammond is with them at, at SGC and to sending there. 
he tells him, oh, guess who's just been reassigned as the new commander of Area yeah. 51? Yeah. Mayborn. So Mayborn really has only been there maybe a week or something like that. Yeah, true. So you really don't know. <laughs> has he managed to do that in a week? Or as that was that gate taken away before him, before he mm. got there? Mm. And is his fear the fact that he's been out of the loop? Maybe he knew that was coming, but he's out of the loop and he's worried that he's not as high up in whatever this shady organisation is that he thought. Because no, they, I reckon they didn't tell him they moved the gates. He's in on it, because otherwise they wouldn't put him in charge of it. But why would I they reckon. put him there if the gates are not even there? It's a rogue. To keep it more, so they can have someone there that they can trust? I guess. But yeah, I just, I just, I guess it was just the phenomenal performance that he gave that I yeah. just really didn't yeah. know. It was, yeah, it was really good. Didn't know what, <laughs> was good. what angles he it's was quite convincing. I'm like, well, <laughs> well, if that plastic one's been there since the start, then... Yeah. Where is the where's, maybe where's that, the real one? Maybe that's why Carter couldn't dull out in Antarctica. It's plastic. It's plastic. <laughs> well, I think in like in behind the scenes, that's actually the gate from the gate room because the real gate, like in the SGC, mm. is made from like fiberglass. So that's yeah. the actual sound it makes when you knock on it. So I'm pretty sure that's the actual yeah, right. gate that they normally would take out on location. That's yeah. just made out of plastic that they were able to then knock and actually, yeah, it is plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Now the NID have. The only time that I feel like we've ever had them mentioned, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I probably am, was it Enigma when uh, the Tolan came and then Mayborn sort of Bain. showed up? Bain. Did they, in Bain, do they mention them Did they well? say NID in oh, that, though? In Bain? Yeah. I feel like they definitely Not did a real in... department? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> we find out, uh, I think um, Peter DeLuise in, a, um, in an audio commentary says, originally they are going to name that department NRD. Yeah. which stood for not a real department oh, okay. because they just sort of made it up. Yeah. But I feel like it stands for like the National Intelligence Department division, or yeah. Division or yeah, something yeah, like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just figured that the mention of it in the past was so like, oh, Mayborn, he's uh, he's in charge of the new NID now that we're, we're ah. you know, something about the Stargate. It's like, okay, cool, whatever. But then in this episode when Reynolds says, hey, I'm from the NID, it's like, oh, are we supposed to know what that is? Like, I feel mm. like mm. there's some information that we should have got you know, sort of post Enigma, pre yeah. Touchstone, but scene was cut. Yeah, yeah. it's anyway, sort of, I guess not the, a big deal. You've really got to analyze this episode to go. Oh, okay, so it implies that in the same way, well, SGC to us makes sense. That's just a made-up acronym for Stargate Command. Mm. So I guess NID is kind of like the research division, you know, connected to the SGC because yeah. obviously they get all their all their alien tech they bring back. But I feel like yeah, we just needed a scene that explains the NID and how it was formed, who it was formed by, because obviously Mayborn does hint at the fact that it's not completely military run; it's sort of civilian, politically run. Yeah, which... so you kind of go, okay, well maybe Kinsey, after he got booted out at the end of season one, he's gone back and he started, you know, con- uh, consolidating power mm. uh, because he was the man holding the purse strings to the SGC in politics. So it's like, well maybe he's said, okay, well we need a another branch that's a little more, you know, government run rather yeah. than military run to, um, I think to that's why I fall control. asleep in the earth episodes. Cause it's all political. I'm like, Oh, oh no, see, I love that sort of stuff. <laughs> Boring. There's so there's, I mean, I think by sort of season seven, season eight, there are some, um, earth episodes where you just like, yeah, nah, but this, this is one of my favorite, this and, um, is it shades of gray, which is, which is almost like touchstone part two. Mm. That's, that's another one of my, of my real favourites of the Earthbound episodes. The, um, just going back to when they were trying to find the second gate after Hammond did his dodgy shit, they they did something with the map. They sent it. They went back to Madrona, and it is a shitstorm. Mm. I'm just going. If you're going to 
do a, basically a science experiment for the mm. first time, wouldn't you want to go somewhere it's a little bit more calm? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We well, don't have to go where there. Where thermal layers and yeah. just a blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't it, have to go there huh? no. yeah. at all. It was yeah. just one yeah. of those writing points, I guess, to keep... Them the, in the, the ticking yeah. clock of you that guys planet. might as well give him an update while you're there. Yeah, it's like to keep that <laughs> yeah. that, tick, that ticking clock do? going. Oh, I started getting so sick of that uncle. Uncle, <laughs> when he comes out, he's like, he's like, where is the touchstone? It's like, no, we're we're working on it. This is what we're gonna do to try and track it. Out. <laughs> you're lying, and I'm like, why the. F- can they keep coming back then, you yeah. dickhead? Go rinse the, you're in a snowstorm with no shirt on. Get inside. Yeah, you idiot. But uh, I think Brendan might be the only one that gets this reference, but that actor comes back in uh, season nine to play Mor- oh. Moros slash Mirden. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he, and then... The... Far out, he lasted a long time. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you wouldn't think he'd last that long <laughs> no. in in, uh, in real life. Yeah, as soon as you said that. Um, And then the chick who plays his, his niece, the hot little princess in the, in the bikini... Um, she actually comes back in uh, season seven's uh, revisions. Oh, yeah. yes. She's got the little short sort of black curly hair in this one. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So they um, they definitely reuse um, a couple of um, decent actors. I tell you, like talking about Mayborn, I'm watching Travelers, which is Brad Wright's new series. Yeah. Netflix, yeah? Yeah, it yeah. is. It's on Netflix at the moment. And then they bring back all the Stargate character like actors. Yeah, nice. And I'm just like, oh, and he's in it. Walter? Not yet. Not, not yet. Not yet. Because <laughs> then it'll be my new favourite show. But Tara <laughs> Rothery's in it. Uh, Doc Frazier. Nice. nice. Oh, that's the other thing I noticed too. Basically, the the DHDs in the gate at the end. Oh, sorry, in the truck mm. yeah, at the end. So it's always buried in a gr- in the earth somewhere. So I always thought it was connected, but obviously it's had, wireless. Bluetooth. Do they have mate. wires running from it. No. Or am I just imagining things? No. no. no it's on Wi-Fi. Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Yeah, Bluetooth. <laughs> red, uh, what was that other one? Red, um, the, the infrared. old one? Infrared. Infrared. Oh, infrared. Yeah. Yeah. Old school. Line of sight. As long as you've got line yeah, of sight, yeah. you're also... <laughs> but that's my, the... my Game Boy used to have that infrared when you went to trade Pokemon. When, you, when oh, they finally got rid of the cable, you, just, oh, yeah. you had to hold it right next to it. Someone, yeah. and- remember the innovation when shit like that came oh, when we were yeah, kids in high school? Like, I remember when the answer machine came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you could break your phone at each other and yeah. send messages. Oh, my God. Or Tamagotchis. Yeah. Digimons. <laughs> Battle right. of the Digimons. I was at the hospital the other day, and there's this old guy, and he's still rocking. He's got, like, the Nokia in the leather case clipped to his belt oh, with the Bluetooth earpiece. <laughs> oh, He's no. walking around hospital with it and just sitting in visiting some patients, visiting some people. He's a time traveler, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no one uses that shit anymore. Yeah. From the future. <laughs> <laughs> Headphones are back in, bro. Wear earphones. <laughs> now, I did have a couple of bits of trivia uh, for this episode that I thought you guys might get a kick out of. We spoke about it in Secrets, about how um, that was Shanks' actual baby in the belly. Yeah. Uh, she gave birth while while this episode was being filmed. Right. Yeah, the actress oh, actually right. gave birth to to Daniel's baby. Oh, across the while this, universe. <laughs> <laughs> while this episode was being filmed, which explains why he's not really in much of next week's episode. I right. have I have that written down. I have watched ahead, and I, mm. I have that written down. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously that was you know a brand new baby at oh, home. So we little got lamb. Week. <laughs> Shanksy, uh, little rosemary lamb shank. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll do uh, us. No, her, name's, her name's actually Tatiana. Um, and the other bit now, this is maybe canon, maybe not. 
<laughs> used to like it. Good. I'm like, that's legit, like uh, a rosemary shank. Oh, what's your middle name? Lamb. Oh, <laughs> you, lamb you bite into rosemary lamb shank. So you go, ah, oh, my tooth. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that name is delicious. Uh, so there is another one. Now, it's not 100% canon or not, but apparently there's like a role-playing game that they're like a... Dungeons and Dragons style game of SG One, like you can you can play it and you know all that sort of stuff. And in one of the like the instruction booklets for it, it heavily hints at the fact that the Touchstone is actually Furling technology, and this planet Ooh. is actually was actually terraformed by the Furlings, who we'll talk about in another couple of weeks' time. Mm. I haven't met them. <laughs> I haven't met them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was kind of I, that was the first time I'd ever heard that because it's not a race we kind of really get to see. Um, I'm just imagining until... like f- heaps of Furbies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not far off, like until, a... until episode 200. That's when we get yeah. to <clears throat> yeah, finally like a, see them. Like a like a koala Ewok. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, something. that's what I was thinking. I've come, very, I've come to terraform your planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like was it the episode of The Simpsons where they do the Furby knockoff that then turns into a robot and yeah. kills everything? <laughs> like we've said before in this show that with um, SG One worked closely with the Air Force and apparently. In Cheyenne Mountain, there is actually a broom closet, which is labelled Stargate Command. Oh, really? I'm like, oh, <laughs> kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So it's always just a, just a in, door. Yeah, just a door. That just, says Stargate Command. You go, oh, yeah, I go, go in it, and yeah. it's a broom cupboard. Brilliant. In in the real Cheyenne Mountain. In, That's in NORAD, I in, guess. In NORAD, right. yeah. Because yeah. I guess, you know, NORAD still exists in this universe. It's just, it's like the first 20 levels. Yeah. And then the bottom sort of 20 levels is, um, is Stargate Command, sort of hidden under NORAD. So that's... Yeah. That's fun. So Cheyenne Mountain's a legit Air Force base. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's where yeah. the real life NORAD go. is. So the, yeah. the, remember how right. um, Carter's cover to her dad was that she's doing deep space telescope. Oh, yeah. Well, that's NORAD. NORAD uh, is like a deep space telescope. Right. And that's where all the info is sort of um, is for it under the, yeah. under the mountain. Yeah, um, nice. So that's why that's Sam's cover is that she works for NORAD in the top 20 levels, but the bottom 20 levels is where she really works. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's fun. Hey, It's time for that. What's that time? Oh, oh it's, it's time, time to find out if Reese has been paying attention. Five questions, 30 seconds on the clock. Your time will start at the end of the first question. Name the planet where the touchstone came from. Madrona. Very good. Nice. In touchstone, where is the conflict between Stargate Command, uh, which, oh, sorry, which government agency is the conflict between SGB? NID. Correct. What was the technical term O'Neill used to describe Carter's weather equipment? <sighs> At the end of Touchstone, what happened to the second gate? Um, at the end, um, what happened to it? Yeah, what did they do with it? No idea. What was the name of the slimy dipshit colonel in Touchstone? Me Warren. Good. You're learning. <laughs> Give you one after. What happened um, to the second gate? They welded an iris onto Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, now I remember. And it's, yeah, and Hammond's like, it'll be under my command now. Yeah. And the technical word O'Neill used to describe Carter's weather equipment, it was doohickeys. Doohickeys. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely would have got that. It's, it's good, yeah. good question. <laughs> Your father made you wrong! <laughs> good delivery on question two he as well. Like it's a, it's, sorry. It's f***ing Stargate trivia yeah. and the answer is doohickey. Like, f- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I just misread it. That's all it was. Yeah, and you wasted yeah. like 10 seconds for me. Yeah. Super Turn it up. 
You're shit, mate. If, if you, Your father yeah. made you wrong. If you'd like to submit some well-written questions, feel free. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, episode 36 of Getting a Gay. Talking Touchstone, it's, I think, the start of three very good weeks from memory. Mm. So well, I have watched ahead to, uh, to next week. Or at least I think so, because there. Are we, do we talk about this so which now? Which one are we doing? We've got to worry about which one we're doing. Because well, so what's what is the what's the confusion? Well, as per like our DVDs, the Australian release DVDs that we're yep. watching, the next episode should be a matter of time. But I think in the US, very similar to the the change rounds that were back when we were when we were before the Toker and uh, stuff yep. like that, the next episode I think for American and maybe Canadian release is the Fifth Race. I mean, which, I'm, I'm which all is, for getting to the fifth race as soon as possible, but... Mm. Which, um, in the stream, we're, when we're watching it on the streaming service, that's the next episode. Mm. Right. The fifth race. And, okay, I'm, and see, I'm watching it off the old school DVDs, which I'll admit, not many people that are listening to us are probably going to be watching it off the Australian-made <laughs> DVDs, but it says episode 15, A Matter of Time, and then I go to IMDb. And it says episode the fifth 16. Yeah. yeah, it's the fifth race premiered uh, a, a week ahead of A Matter of Time. But then I go to stargate.wikia.com, which I figured is, you know, edited and created by absolute mm. freaky nerds of Stargate, and they credit Wasn't... a matter of time as being the next episode. So, yeah. um, I've got, I've got. <laughs> do we do a popular vote? Well, yeah, I'm, I want to do fifth race. <laughs> well, I'm happy. I want to do matter of time, but I like, I don't, I don't care. But only because I've got it on my next page. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so I, I wrote two pages of notes for a matter of time. <laughs> like, like I said, I'm happy to get to the fifth race as soon as possible. The way we've done it is what. The streaming service had. Well, fuck the streaming service. We got the DVDs, mate, from '98. <laughs> but again, the Toker Part One and Two were out of sync. Yes, but they weren't. They were numbered. Correctly. They were numbered correctly. Right, we can did... argue off air, and we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, hey, we'll look, come back. Call me crazy. All right, I'm going to put up a. Uh, we have a lot of people contacting us through Twitter each and every week off the back of episodes. I'm going to put up a voting poll. Hey, that's a good idea. All right, yeah. a matter of time. Or the fifth race. You can only vote once, right? Because yeah. I can just imagine Brennan and Maddie just. Yeah. <laughs> well, Maddie, war. Maddie doesn't understand Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess who's going to win then? I so, feel like of the two episodes, the fifth race is a stronger episode. So I feel like that should get more votes based on episode quality. I'd, I just wanted to do air time. So if we have a. When, like air, when did it air first? Which episode? Well, that's, that's the thing. We so don't know. I, yeah, we don't know because I've got two different dates, yeah. two different yeah. months. It depends where you live. Of order. That's where it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. okay, look, I'm going to put it up on uh, on our Twitter page at Get Into Gate, and just have the two options. Yeah. Maybe three, just to scar- just you know screw us around, uh, yeah. and you can pick a matter of time or. The fifth race. Mm. It's up to you. We'll give you until well, maybe Thursday. It well, is Stargate we, Sundays. We we'll give you until even, Thursday. Give us enough time to come back in and record next week's episode. We might even add it to the next two episodes as well because on our DVD order, we've got Serpent Song as being episode 17 and then Holiday is episode 18. But that's on our DVDs. But then the other, um, like probably on your streaming services, you guys will have Holiday first and then Serpent Song. Nah, it's Serpent Songs. We'll do the DVDs then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Phases. I don't know. Phases. <laughs> well, I got... feel like we're complicating things, but I yeah. like the idea of a poll. So yeah, let's <laughs> do a poll. Don't give a shit. Like, no. No. <laughs> they, they do. It'd be different if it was like part two first and then do part one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
Okay, that is episode 36, Touchstone. Please jump on our Twitter page, at GetIntoGates, and let us know which one you would like to hear next, the fifth race or a matter of time. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. If you do want to drop us a line, like Maddie said, uh, via the emails, GetIntoGate at gmail.com, or uh, you can get all of our podcasts if you are new to Get Into Gates on SoundCloud and iTunes, every single one of our episodes up there to download and binge as some of our listeners have been doing in recent weeks and we do thank you for it Hell now yeah. you can find uh, myself individually Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram Matty uh, at High Pitch Matty on Instagram Brendan at the Brendan Gibson on Instagram and I am at the Flying Gibson and uh, send us your, your letters into the mailbag yeah <laughs> that's my big hairy mail sack <laughs> Just get a handful of our mailbag. Despite how Brendan just described it, please do send them in. (laughs) Get into geek.com.